Cheers. Cheers. Can't remember you how to do this. You were the one that used to do it. Like, hi. Hi guys, it's Callie. And Bronte. And we are Plots and Shots. And we're back. <laughs> we're back and it's been fucking ages. It's been a long time. I actually can't remember the last time we did this last year. Yeah, it was last year sometime. It's crazy. So we took a long, long break and now we're coming back and we're going to be doing our podcast just once a month now because it's more manageable because... Yeah. we're lazy as fuck. We've got lives to live. <laughs> Even in COVID. Even in COVID. So we're kicking off with a spooky October episode and we're going to talk about all of our favourite spooky reads, <laughs> which is right up Bronte Street. Yes, I'm not scared of ghosts. But you read so much horror. Yeah, but they're not scary because they're books. Stephen King is so scary. No. It's like, it's like, um, oh, should I be in prison for enjoying that? What? <laughs> it's not like, oh, that's scary. It's like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Is there something wrong with me? Oh, uh, okay. I see what you mean. Like when we read um, Elliot Rogers' Manifesto. Oh, yeah, that was, that was really interesting. Oh, I found that really interesting, and I felt like there was something wrong with me from yeah. reading that whole thing. Yeah. Because it's quite long and rambly. I bought Mein Kampf when I was 16 because I really wanted to read. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and my dad was like, but why? And I was like, I'm just interested to see, like, how crazy people's why? minds were. Yeah, like, why he thought these things. But I couldn't, I didn't get very far because Elliot Rogers was at least quite a good writer, but Hitler was just not. A good writer. And it was like translated as well, so it was extra bad. And it was just rambling, it was just nonsense. Like it wasn't interesting, it no. was just. Well, he was full of nonsense. It was just shite. <laughs> An absolute idiot. Psychopath. Yeah. So, we've got some questions that I got from the interwebs, from kind of spooky book tags, mm -hmm. and I just basically pulled questions from here and there and made some up. So,. The first question is a book that scared you whilst reading it. Um, okay, so not many books actually. I don't really get scared by books because you can like close it and like, like films scare me. I'm really, really scared of ghosts and supernatural things. Like I can't watch film, as Kelly knows, like I literally can't watch a film about it. When we watched Slender Man, I literally laid awake for the rest of the night thinking about him coming through the window. Did <laughs> you? Yes. That wasn't even a good film. Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't scary. scary. It wasn't scary at all, but it could happen. So it like freaked but it me couldn't. out. But it could because it's See, like... I don't find ghost films scary, but I find things like Saw really scary, because Saw could happen, but Ghost, uh, Slender Man's not real and he's not going to happen, but, yeah, but a if he serial did, killer like Saw could happen. Yeah, but if he did happen, the likelihood of you getting away is very, very small, but you could probably get away from Saw. Yeah, but I'd have to cut my foot off. Yeah, that's very scary. Anyway, so, basically, <laughs> films scare me way more, because I'm a baby with ghosts. Books don't really scare me, but I think I probably haven't read the right thing to be scared enough. But that book that you gave me, The Return, yeah. really creeped me out. It didn't scare me, but it creeped me out so much where, like, the bit where she thought it was under the bed and, like, oh, the yeah, atmosphere of that book was so good that I had to, like, close it at one point. <gasps> oh, I'm glad you liked it. I really loved it. I thought it was so good. But I don't think I've read enough like that to actually, like, be scared of it. So this book, it's called The Return by Rachel Harrison. And it's been pitched as, like, Sex in the City meets The Shining. Mm. And it's about this group of girls and one of their friends goes missing for a couple of years and then she mysteriously turns up and she doesn't remember what's happened or where she's been. It was so weird. And they plan this girls trip at this oh, weird I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I don't know, it just really creeped me out. They all her friends take her to this like girls trip at this creepy hostel to kind of um 
celebrate her return and it's just very creepy. She's just come back different and not how she was and it's just weird and freaky. And all her teeth keep coming out. Yeah. Actually the descriptions were really gross. It's really scary. There's just like a bit where she's in her hotel room and she can like hear someone in the room with her but there's no one there and like I think that's why I haven't read many ghost stories because they actually do scare me. It was when um her, fr- her friend was describing her and they were like hugging and she said she could smell like her flesh rotting oh, and stuff. That was horrible. That was, yeah, that was gross. Yeah, I mean, it creeped me out more than scared me, but like it, it really like did creep me out a lot. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I would probably read it again. I really liked it, yeah. Oh, it, I would recommend it. What about you? So a book that scared me whilst I was reading it and it's one I've read really recently and it's a proof and it's coming out in January and it's not a horror, it's a thriller but it reminded me of um, Misery by Stephen King. So it's called The Last Thing to Burn by Will Dean and it's about this woman Mm -hmm. and he calls her Jane but her name's not Jane and she's basically Stockholm Syndrome. It's kind of like that but not really. So basically, this woman, Jane, who's not Jane. This sounds great. She lives in this farmhouse in England in the middle of nowhere, like completely isolated, this like pig farm. And with her farmer husband, and she's basically his captive. I've never read anything like it. Like, it's the most terrifying, tense, tense, that's the word. It's so tense. I was like on my edge of the seat the whole time. And she's been with him for like eight years. Like it's been a really long time that she's been trapped with him. And obviously in the book she's trying to escape. But yeah. he he's always seems to be one step ahead. Like he's filming her all day. Loads of really, really horrible, gory scenes. Loads of really abusive scenes. This sounds really good. This is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. I had to stop reading occasionally because I felt so sick. Like I he's the most that. odious villain I've ever read in my yeah. life. I've never hated someone so much. And the way that it's been written, like, I feel like I'm there with her and I'm, like, screaming alongside her and, like, rooting for her so much. But also, like, it's not one of those things where you read it and you're like, oh, why doesn't she just do this? Like, she can't do anything. And everything she tries to do, there's these blocks and it's just... Uh, sounds great, but it sounds so horrible. Good. It was so good, but so bad. But yeah, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was like when I read A Little Life. Like, I just, I haven't, I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it since I finished it. Like, it's really clung to me. The next question is a book you always want to read at Halloween. I put it's a new one I read last year and it's Pumpkin Heads by Rainbow Rowell and But it's a Faith, comic. Faith Erin Hicks. Yeah it's a graphic novel. I loved it so much last year that I, I'm gonna read it again soon but it's like I mean I'm not really a fan of Rainbow Rowell as you know. It's not amazing like it's not groundbreaking but it's really really like it's just nice it's like all the Halloweeny autumnal vibes and it's just nice. You would like it you should buy it. Okay. Because I like Rainbow Rowell. No, I think you'd really like it. A graphic novel and not. No, it's so nice and like the characters are great and it's just yeah. I mean, she did a Christmas book that I liked. Did she? Yeah, like it was like short stories about Christmas time. Oh, interesting. I still need to read the um, Carry On one because you liked that one, didn't you? Yeah. I will read that. Yeah, that one. I really, really like that. I'm going to read it again. And also Bloody Chamber by Angela Carter. She does loads of like feminist retellings and retellings of her like fairy tales are just really like creepy and like they're great. So I don't really reread books. Um, I just don't like rereading. But if I had to pick something to read during Halloween, it would probably be Coraline by Neil Gaiman. Just because it's so short um, that you can read it in like one sitting. And it's just good. It's creepy, weird vibes. And it makes me feel like Halloween. 
Honestly, I didn't like the book. I liked the book. I preferred I thought... the film, but the film really fucked me up. Yeah. It's so creepy. It's literally like my, like... Oh, I just love it We so watched much. it last year together. Yeah. The scene where the women are dancing really freaks me out. I don't know, like, I think because I, I watched it from so young, I never saw it as creepy. And then when you said this is weird, I was like, it is a bit weird. I just wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I was expecting, like, something like Bolt the dog. It's so good. Just... But the book, like, I think because I watched the movie so many times, the book didn't really do anything for me. But the, the illustrations were creepier in the book than they are in the film, I thought. But it's obviously it's a good book. The next question is a book that you love with magic. Okay, so I've put The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, and that's like a fantasy adult. A lot of weird stuff happens in it, and I read it so long ago that I honestly couldn't tell you like everything that happens. Um, but that book I loved so much that I need to reread. Um, I said Beautiful Creatures. It's actually a good bit for a good book. Um, have you seen the film? No. Okay, well, it was not good, but it was good. <laughs> like Twilight kind of thing. Um, and Beautiful Creatures, the book, I really enjoyed, but I really hated the next one, so, and there's four of them. Okay. So I never, I think I read three. Um, and also, obviously, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, of course. My answer for this was the um, Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Maher. I haven't finished it because it's like eight books long and they're really big books. Um, so I think I'm ne I'm nearly finished. I'm like a couple of books from the end. But I just really like the magic in it. I like I the magic system. Them. And I love the characters, and I just think it's really badass and cool, and I just yeah. love it. I need to read them. I have all of them, but I haven't read them yet. So good, but it's like a big time investment. Yeah, I will do it at some point. The last time I tried something that big was Cassandra Clare ones, and I didn't like them, so. Yeah, I've gone off. Although them. I did read all of them apart from the last one, but I, I didn't like them. I think I liked the first two. I really didn't enjoy Chain of Gold, so I don't re recommend no, I saw your thing splurging about that. on that. I won't. I mean, I'm not ever probably going to buy anything by her again. Be honest. I'm a bit over her. Favourite witch character? Okay, so I read Cersei uh, this year. What's that? You have it. Oh, Cer. Yeah. I, I pronounced it Cirque. Yes, yeah, so I don't know, but I don't know how to say it. So I would say Cersei because I think like Cersei from Game of Thrones, but her name was spelled differently. Yeah. But yeah, either way, it's actually really, really good. Is it? Yeah. It's I keep actually, putting it off. I don't know no, why. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it'd be very hard to read and not very enjoyable when you look at it and when you read the blurb, like I don't think it sells itself very well, but it's really easy to read and it's very like female empowerment. It's really, really good. Oh, I love that. No, I think you'd enjoy it, but it's, it's um because it's like adult literature. We don't really read much of that. It was really good though. I think it's what you just said, um, like the blurb just doesn't sell me, but everyone sound... says it's amazing, which no, is why I got it. It's really good and I did enjoy it. I'd probably read it again at some point. Okay. Um. And this isn't a witch, it's a wizard, but Hal from Hal's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. Obviously. And, um, obviously Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> so, you have not read Throne of Glass yet, mm -hmm. but there's a character in it called Manon, and she's fucking great. She's my pick. And she's just so badass. Like, she's a witch. I feel like if you were a character yeah. in Throne of Glass, you would be Manon. She's, like, really cool. She's just so hard and she's like from this clan of witches and she just doesn't take any shit. Like she's so badass. Yeah. She's like all about her, like what she believes in. 
and she's got these iron nails that she rips humans apart with and I don't she, know what she like kills men and eats them I and read this book well, yeah. I was reading because Throne of Glass is done like you know when every chapter they're following a different character yeah. and I was so invested in all of Manon's chapters and I was like oh my god she needs her whole side series like written for her like I want to know about her life before this book after this book during this book like yeah. I just need more Manon She's so good. Man she and Black amazing. You'd love her. Okay, well, she does sound like up my streets. So. Um, so yeah, that was my my pick. And then the next question is, if you were alone in a haunted graveyard, what's one book to give you comfort? Probably like Lord of the Rings, something like that. It would it would be something like that, I guess. Well, I don't reread Nevernight. Like, Nevernight is one of my favourite series of all time. Now it's will forever be so i guess that but it's obviously not a comfort read because terrible things happen from start to finish <laughs> i couldn't answer this because i don't reread books there's nothing that i would reread for comfort my comfort mm. is discovering new books oh, yeah good answer your favorite supernatural creatures to read about uh vampires i'm also struggling to think of supernatural creatures like werewolves but i've actually apart from twilight never really read a book with a werewolf in it and obviously ghosts because ghosts and like Things like that really, really do scare me. Like, I'm actually scared of that. I read um, this Haunted Castles thing. thing. It's, like, classic. <laughs> it's, like, a really famous book. I'm like, this thing I read. And I don't know why I'm talking about it, because there are no ghosts in it. So it's <laughs> completely irrelevant. But I read that recently. Yeah, ghosts and vampires. Vampires because I like them. And ghosts because they scare me, so I don't read about them. I put witches. Just because oh. I love reading about witches. And because every book does them differently. That's so true. Every book does them differently, and that I just is think really, really true. Whatever book it is, it's cool, and they're always like badass females. Witches are cool. Love it. I'd agree with you there. The best dark or evil character. Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Mm. He's just a giant eye, and I think that's probably <laughs> like girls because you could see everything. Um, and all he wants to do is rule Middle Earth, and I just don't think there's that wrong. But it's fine. Um, he's a good baddie because he is just an eye. Because but everyone wants to do his bidding. Like he has power over so many things, but he's just a big flaming eye. What do you mean he's an eye? Because I haven't read Lord of the Rings, so I don't understand. No, you, you must know what he looks like. You do know because I put it on my Instagram when I, you know, when I photoshopped myself into Mordor. <laughs> No. He was there. Him. I've never seen that in my life. <laughs> that is just a big eye. It's like his, like his soul. I actually have a tear in my eye because I'm so upset that you don't understand. <laughs> anyway, him, because he is just a big eye and he does like completely rule all the baddies in Mordor and they all want to do everything for him and turn Middler to back to the bad side, as we all know. Um, and I did put two others as well because I think he's a bit obvious. I said Pennywise from It, because, I mean, I'm not scared of clowns, but he is a bit of an arsehole. Um, he was scary in the film. I, I quite liked him, but I also wouldn't want to see him. And Tomi, who is from Junji Ito, it's like manga, horror manga um, from Tomi. Um, Junji Ito wrote her, and he she is... You just can't get rid of her. She's always there, and everything she does is bad. <laughs> She doesn't die, she's just always there and she's like super beautiful and like everyone always falls for her and she's just, um, she just will do bad things to you. So her, she's a good baddie. Okay, um, your turn. I put Norman Bates from Psycho by Robert Block. Oh, he is a horrible person. He's, he's not even a horrible person. so he's scary. Like a, um... He's mental. Yeah. But I think mental baddies are the scariest. Yeah, they are. Because it's like, he's not evil, he is actually just crazy. Hmm. 
And when I was reading that, I was just really freaked out because you want to hate them, but you're also really aware that they're not just, it's not like two dimensional, they're evil and they want power. It's like they're actually mental. Well, yeah, he actually thought he was his mum. He was just crazy. He is quite scary, actually. That's a good point. I never think of Psycho as a scary book, but it it is, I guess. Terrifying. The next question is a book that genuinely shocked you. Okay, so I have three answers here. I said Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Because I know Stephen King books don't end well, but there was a point towards the end where I thought, surely not, like, surely this won't happen. Yeah. And it fucking did. And honestly, every single bit of me, like just died inside I was like I can't read this book like I really really loved it I thought it was amazing and I I would probably read it again but it really really surprised me and yeah I felt the same actually none of his other books have done that for me so far really freaked me out it's quite a big statement yeah like obviously I love all his books but um American Psycho is horrible if you think the movie is horrible the book is 10 times worse I found the book quite difficult because it was just full of lists and all the lists were like American brands that I I didn't recognize actually when you read it so I was a bit like no it really really shocked me I, I just, I mean, I was reading it around a swimming pool on holiday, and I was like, I feel a bit weird reading this right now, but it was fine. And also, you mentioned earlier the one that scared you us reading. It reminded me of this book I read called Living Dead Girl, and it's about 100 pages long, and I read it in one evening. And it was um, about a girl who had been kidnapped when she was younger, and she was still young. She was, she was a teenager, but she was, like, developing, and she'd been kidnapped by a paedophile, and he wasn't really, like, interested in her anymore. And it was... It was so shocking because you read, like, the horrible graphic details you don't want to read. And that's one a book I've never been able to stop thinking about, like, since I read it. Sounds horrible. It was horrible, but it ended in her favour at the end. But it was a horrible book to read. And um, every time I look at it on my bookshelf, I'm like, oh, should I get rid of that? I'm like, I don't know. And also Forbidden, the one you made me read. I loved that book so much, but the ending of that. Yeah, it was And the lot. whole concept of that, like, makes me question everything. Because I'm like, that. I'm really rooted for them, but then they're like incest and you can't that's like obviously inherently wrong do you know what i mean though the book is written in a way where you feel like it's bad for them yeah didn't you yeah i did definitely and then the ending was just really sad it was a really fucking sad book but a great book i think that was a good one i put wasp factory by ian banks oh you bought me that which is the one i got you i can't wait to read this so stephen's cousin when i went to visit him he was like Try this book, and I just read it in one day because it was so good. YOLO. YOLO. (laughs) You don't have a life, read this. It's about a boy who is a psychopath, and he's like a young teenager, and he's killed people in his life and just covered it up. Like, throughout his childhood, he's just been going out killing people and, like, doing all these mental things. And it's written from his point of view, so you can see that he doesn't really understand that what he's doing is wrong. And just every single page was shocking, like... I can't explain it. There's no real proper storyline. Like, there is, but there isn't. The only storyline that there is is that his brother is in a mental hospital and has escaped. And he keeps getting these weird phone calls from his brother. Mm. And, like, you're not really sure if the phone calls are real or not because the guy's a psychopath. And there's just... Just everything he does is messed up. The way he thinks about everything is messed up. Like, every chapter shocked me. Um, And there's one chapter in particular which is when you kind of realise why the book is called Wasp Factory. And I was like, this is the most messed up thing I've ever... Like, I just couldn't... I was like, who does this? What is this? What am I reading? But it was so good. Well, that sounds amazing. It sounds like I'd enjoy it. Yeah, well, the whole time I was reading it, I was like, Bronte will love this. I have to um, give it for her. 
He's written so many books, I've never really read anything he's done. I've never even heard of him. No. But he's not really like my typical... Well, I've heard of him, but I've never, ever, ever picked up a book. I think it's because of the covers. There are, like, covers in that... Yeah, the covers are not You just think you wouldn't pick nice. that up, ever. No, yeah. No, it does sound good, though. It's so good. I'm excited to read that. I'm excited for you to read it so we can talk about Ooh, it. I love messed up stuff. The next one is a book that sucks the life out of you. Okay, well, I didn't know if you meant it in a good or a bad way. I kind of meant... Well, I took it in a bad way, but... Yeah, that's what I've done. Or, yeah. So I just put bad ones. Okay, so... Mm, Midnight Sun by Stephanie Mayer. I've done it again! <laughs> Too much red wine for me. Um, Midnight Sun, I said. Because, I'll tell you why. It's like 800 pages long of Edward's point of view that nobody asked for. Like, the first <laughs> few chapters, I think, about until about halfway, I was enjoying myself. And then I was just like, I do not need another chapter of him telling us why he's sitting in her room watching her sleep. <laughs> because that's all it is. And then I don't want to read again the, bo- the boring, boring baseball match they have. That was boring in Twilight. I don't want to read it in Midnight Sun. The book starts and I was like, this is going to be great because on like the first few pages, it's like, oh, I just had this overwhelming urge to like rip her apart and like kill her. And I was like, yes, it's going to be so dark and like weird. And I was like, this is going to be great. But it was just like from about chapter two, he was already in love with her. Oh no. And watching her sleep and it was like... Not a fan of like, that. No. Like, even if when you eventually read Twilight, I really did like the Twilight books and they're very problematic for many reasons. But if you get that out of your head and you just read them like a grown-up and don't think about all the things they're problematic about, then it's fine. You're obviously not going to live your life like that because you're not an idiot. They're enjoyable. So I think you should still try and read Twilight, but don't read Midnight Sun. A waste of time. And The Twelve by Just- Justin... Cronin or Cronin, I don't know how you say his last name, but that's it. Which is kind of like like an apocalyptic book, I guess, but there are vampire-esque creatures in it, and it's kind of the end of the world. I'm really not doing it justice because there's so many elements and I can't explain it to you, but the passage was great and the 12, I just got lost and I couldn't finish it. And every time I think about it, I think, why did this happen? Because it was such a good book and like, why was it why was it so convoluted? Well, my answer, and I'm embarrassed because I bought this book just because I really liked the cover, so... Oh, okay. I got sucked in that way, but um, I put Mostly Dead Things by Kristen Arnott, which is... Oh my god, I really want to read that. It sounds depressing. I really wouldn't, yeah, it's most... Yeah, but it sounds depressing. Yeah, it sucked for life out for me. The thing is, I read it and like... On the back cover and stuff, they write that it's really funny and it's like... Yeah, they do say a, that. They, it's like meant to be like a black satire. Because I read your review and I thought... I'll tell you now. Be, that's so weird because it's marketed not as that. I did not laugh once. Like, I found it the most... Do you think I would laugh? No. I found it slow, depressing, nothing happened. It's got good uh, lesbian representation, I guess. Mm. But that's the only thing it had going for it. Like, the main character's this lesbian woman... And her dad has died and she's kind of stepped in and taken over his taxidermy Mm. business. They live in Florida. It's just so depressing. Like, she just stuffs roadkill every day. Her mum's gone mental with grief about the dad being dead. And she's in love with her best friend's... She's in love with her best friend who's married. Mm. It's honestly, it nothing good happens. It's so depressing. Like, she just goes from one depressing event to the next. I just (laughs) thought it was so depressing. Yeah, okay, actually, you've unsold it to me because I was going to buy that, but like, that doesn't sound fun. Nothing was funny about it. I, I'm, I, I... But, like, even the cover makes it look like it might be a bit quite funny. Zany. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fell for that trap too. 
And I feel like I have a very, very, very dry, quite dark sense of yeah, humour. Yeah, so do I. Nothing happens. It's like classic literary fiction where the character drives the story and there's no actual plot. It was just miserable. It was the most miserable book I've ever read. That's sad. Okay, I won't bother with that then. It was literally just about grief and dead animals. I really wanted to read that. You can borrow mine. Um, and the last question is, if you could dress up as any book character, who would it be? Okay, so I've said Mia from Nevernight because she is sick as fuck. Like, if I could be anyone, it would be her. I think she's cool. And she's just like, do you know what? I just can't even. I just love her so much. And I said Katniss, actually, because I've had a resurgence for my love for her. And honestly, it's all I can think about. Katniss is a good character. She's a good one. Um, I kind of cheated on this question because The hun the 100 by... Oh, yeah. It's by Cass Morgan. Yeah. The TV show's completely different from the books. Yeah. Like, couldn't be more different. But the TV show, Octavia, is like most badass character and I would want is to dress up as well. she brown hair? Yeah. In the... Yeah. She's so season. cool. Like, she's the most badass character. I'd love to dress up as Octavia, but she's not actually in the book. They made her up for the TV series. Oh, well, that kind of counts. Am I wrong? I they know. made up loads of characters. I haven't read it. For the TV series. Oh, no, Octavia was in the books. Octavia was in the books, but she was completely different in the books than she was in the TV yeah. series. Um, But I would dress up as, like, the TV series Octavia. That's our last question. That went really quick. So that's that. Our next episode is going to be coming out the end of November. <laughs> The end of November. That was the best thing I've ever heard you do. And it's going to be a Christmas episode. And we're going to talk about Christmassy books. And we're filming it straight after this one, so we'll be even drunker in the next even. one. Oh, yeah. Excellent timing. This is so exciting. See you guys then. Yeah, thanks for tuning back in. Sorry. Yeah, we do apologise. Sorry that you listened to this if you're at the end. Bye. Bye.